Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back with episode 53 of the Game Plan Podcast. Really appreciate everyone tuning in as these past episodes have uh, been really good ratings-wise, so I really appreciate everyone sticking around and uh, hearing what I have to say. In regards to the New York Jets and everything surrounding the team, uh, as usual, a uh, drama-filled season, drama-filled offseason coming up, hopefully. Uh, you know, the Jets fans own the offseason, Jets own the offseason in general, so um, should be a fun time there. I can't wait for all of our off-season podcasts and all of our off-season topics that we'll dive into in the coming weeks. But as of right now, the Jets do have a game to play against the Jacksonville Jaguars. But before that, we will recap the Miami game. Um, kind of a strong competitive performance from the Jets all around. Um, you know, other than the defense giving up, I believe it was what, at the end, 31 points, 31 to 24 was the final score. The Jets able to, you know, um, you know, produce on offense, uh, you know, starting out on the first drive, they score a touchdown and the second drive, um, they score a field goal, um, off a pick from Ashton Davis. But, you know, after that, you know, the Jets were really a force first quarter team this time around, you know, after that, the, the next three quarters were kind of, uh, null. they kind of, uh, stalled out there. Um, and the Dolphins went on a, I believe it was like 21 to seven unanswered there. Um, 21 to seven run. Not unanswered because obviously the Jets scored some points within that range, but uh, overall, just you know, it's a better performance that we've seen from the Jets this uh, this season so far. But um, you know, you want to see wins, you want to see victories, and this just wasn't one uh, in Miami. This is the house of horrors, the house of terrors, as I believe Brian Costello and Connor Hughes refer to it as. So yeah, the Jets haven't been good in Miami. Last time they won in Miami was with Geno Smith in 2014. So um, not much luck down in um, Florida, but. You know, the Jets really not winning many division games at all this year. I believe they're, you know, 0-9, I believe, um, in division games this year with one left against uh, Buffalo. So hopefully they can maybe win that one. I don't know. Go 0-10 on the division. Um, or 0-8, sorry, on the division um, this year. So uh, we'll see. Or 0-6, actually, because it's only six games. So 0-6 on the division is never good. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh other than that, the Jets do have a game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence versus Zach Wilson is the headline, but another headline dropped on Wednesday, the day I'm recording this podcast. Head coach Robert Sala contracted COVID, showing symptoms. He uh, may be out on Sunday. If that's the case, uh, tight ends coach Ron Middleton will step in um, for Sala, and he will oversee the team come Sunday, and he did um, you know, oversee practice today, Wednesday. During the day, Sala is still conducting virtual meetings, even though he's showing symptoms, so a little ship little leadership value there. Um, but, uh, yeah, overall, it's just been a tough week for the Jets. I think 15 total players were placed on the um, COVID-slash-reserve list, including guard Elijah Vera Tucker, cornerback Michael Carter, um, Elijah Moore, obviously, who's still on the IR, but was placed on the list. So the Jets are going to be shorthanded. If this game's played on Sunday, I could see a situation where um, – you know, it could be postponed depending on how the Jets, how this plays out for the Jets. 15 players on IR is, or sorry, COVID reserve list is never good. Um, so the league's going to have to maybe step in here. We'll see. Uh, as of right now, the game is still on. No indication that the league is planning on moving it. So we're all good there as of right now. Um, but, you know, in general, the headline is Zach Wilson versus Trevor Lawrence. And I think there are many scenarios in many Jets fans' heads where this can go sideways, where, you know, Trevor Lawrence beats the Jets. Oh, man, what are we going to do? We lost to Trevor Lawrence. Zach Wilson, you know, didn't show that potential that we thought he was going to show. And, we, uh, you know, the first, his first year, his first season as Jets quarterback, um, it's not too big of a deal. 
I don't think. Uh, it depends how the Jets lose, of course. I was listening to the Can't Wait podcast, uh, The Athletic Does, with Connor Hughes, uh, Tim McMaster, and Marissa Morris over there on The Athletic. And, you know, they brought up a couple interesting scenarios that I think are really, um, you know, good to bring up at this time. And, you know, I think the Jets you know, losing isn't the end-all be-all for New York. I think losing, you know, a better draft position, as we say, year in, year out. But this year, of course, the two edge rushers and Kayvon Thibodeau and Aiden Hutchinson there from Michigan and Oregon, respectively. Um, you know, those are two guys who, you know, are game changers. Uh, those are two guys who can really make an impact off the edge. And, you know, Robert Sala, I think, wants his Nick Bosa. He wants his guy who can, you know, that could be the Carl Lawson this defense, but he was injured all year with a ruptured Achilles. So, you know, you don't really know what you have in him after he comes back from an injury that, you know, can be detrimental to someone's career. Um, you know, an Achilles tear is never easy to come back from. And, you know, Carl Lawson, even though he's, you know, really built different, and I think he's proven that by, you know, and not only his tweets, but his work ethic and things of that nature, it's going to be hard to come back from an injury like that and be 100% right off the bat. So I think the Jets really going out and getting an edge rusher, even that be, you know, free agency, which I haven't really looked at the pool yet um, of edge rushers there in 2022. But, um, you know, the draft is always fun to look forward to. And I think if the Jets can secure a top one or two pick, those are the guys, of course, 100% that are going to be on the board there um, that the Jets are going to be probably taking i'll just say it right now i think that's pretty obvious um if they land in the four or five range which i think they could um trading back is always a possibility or you know taking the you know an offensive lineman or another defensive player that's for another podcast that's for a totally different topic but just to take into consideration that losing isn't the end-all be-all for new york and i think trevor lawrence you know beating the jets with 350 yards through the air and four touchdowns will certainly hurt this team really hope it doesn't hope like happen that way because the headlines are just going to be that for the rest of the season but if zach wilson and trevor lawrence can go out there and you know duel it out and really put together an outstanding performance you know respectively between those two i think it'll be um you know, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, the game itself. And, you know, I think it'll be an offensive game overall because both defenses tend to struggle, um, especially if the Jets have all these players out, you know, uh, fully Fadakasi still on the COVID slash reserve list, I believe, you know, CB Michael Carter, um, you know, these guys who just can't really afford to be out against Jacksonville, even though they're, you know, one of the bottom feeders of the league, they're still going still gonna to put up points and still going to, you know, compete. So um, hopefully the Jets can get some of these guys back if the game is not postponed. Um, but as of right now, you know, Zach Wilson's healthy. My running back, Michael Carter's healthy. Um, Elijah Moore set to come back in a week or two, you know, they're getting generally, you know, they're going to have their offense for the last two weeks of the season. You really want to see what they could do and see if Zach Wilson can finish off this year strong, much like Sam Darnold did in 2018. And I know we don't like comparing those, those two together at all. We don't like their names in the same sentence, but you know, Darnold finished out the year really strong in 2018 with the final four games, you know, going toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers and beating a good uh, Houston Texans team. You know, Zach Wilson can, you know, replicate some of what Sam did against the Buffalo Bills or Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Jets could be in business going into the offseason, and I think it's important to get a good narrative around this team moving into free agency in the draft. You know, guys want to come here, guys need to come here. Uh, money speaks, but you want guys to willingly be able to, you know, buy into what Robert Sala and Joe Douglas are building and be able to see the vision moving forward and I think it'll be important for um, the Jets to really build that culture and really build that narrative moving into the offseason. And if Zach could put together a nice three games here, I think it'll really help them moving forward. And, you know, I'm not one for rooting for losses after last season. I really just want wins at this point. So hopefully Zach Wilson can really outduel Trevor Lawrence and win that game. Hopefully they could win, you know, in Buffalo. It's going to be tough. I don't think they're going to be able to. And Tampa Bay, of course, coming to town. 
I also don't think that's going to be a victory as well, unless the Buccaneers, um, you know, sit starters, but I don't think that's going to happen um, either. So, uh, yeah, here we are in week 16. Um, the Jaguars are set to enter MetLife Stadium with an attitude of firing Urban Meyer and getting a new coach in here in Darren Bevel, Devil, uh, Darren Bevel who um, is coaching the offense but is acting as the interim head coach for Jacksonville. Um, they lost to the Houston Texans last week. So this is going to be kind of a get-right game for Jacksonville, seeing if they can win and get any kind of momentum heading into 2022. Even though I don't really like that idea of getting means meaningless wins, Salah actually touched on in one of his press conferences. He said, um, you know, these wins, you know, they might not mean much uh, heading into 2022. You don't want that fa false hope was the quote, I think, that he um, he instilled on, on, on his team heading into week 16. You want wins, but you don't want false hope heading into 2022. And I think that's a good mantra to live by other than all gas, no break, which is also a uh, fine mantra there. Um, but other than that, yeah, the ja the Jaguars coming into town, see if the Jets can pull off a victory there, a little undermanned on offense and defense and special teams with Justin O'Hardy, uh, special teams ace out with COVID as well. So um, there you go. A little recap, a little preview of the Jets' matchup against the Jaguars and a recap of the Miami Dolphins. I really hope... All of you um, enjoyed this episode of the Game Plan Podcast, and I will certainly be back next week after you guys enjoy your holiday um, with another episode uh, previewing the Tampa Bay matchup at MetLife Stadium, January 3rd, I think it is, January 2nd. haven't looked that far yet. Still focusing on this Jaguars matchup, but hopefully you guys have a great holiday, holiday weekend. Um, I will see you next week for another episode and hopefully a victory recap. See ya.